0: If today we declare and announce that well, from now onwards we have to have to rewrite the Bible, for instance, we have to change the way of celebrating the liturgy. What values do we give to our coming generation to sustain the reality of the Catholic identity?
1: Hey, my friends. I'm just back from Africa, and while there, we spoke with several bishops and uh, the faithful, of course, many, many priests and religious communities, and it was really fantastic. One of the things I did was speak with the Archbishop of Arusha in Tanzania. We we're in Tanzania as one of the four African countries that we visited. We visited Kenya, Uganda, Rwanda, and Tanzania, and in Tanzania, I got to speak with the Archbishop of Arusha, and I asked him something really interesting because. I wondered, how is Africa the last man standing on the planet? Why is the faith maintained in Africa where it seems in all the rest of the world, it is just gone, is dissipated, especially fidelity to Christ's own teachings on marriage and the family. Now, remember, Our Lady of Fatima did warn through Sister Lucy and her letter to Cardinal Kafara that the final battle between our Lord and the reign of Satan will be over marriage and the family. And it is precisely in this area which you see the devolution happening, particularly this last little while with the unbelievable permission from Pope Francis for blessing of homosexual couples. So why Africa? Please stay tuned to this episode of the John Henry Weston Show with Archbishop Isaac Aman of the Archdiocese of Arusha in Tanzania. Good morning, good
0: afternoon. My name is Isaac Yamani, Archbishop of Arusha in Tanzania. Uh, it has been really great for this uh, short talk. We're just sharing our faith and uh, what is going on in our universe as far as uh, the witnessing side of our faith is concerned. Uh, I'm happy to hear that you have been around. We have seen many people and we have experienced the differences in the way we witness to the role of the Christian in the community. We are supposed to be salt and uh, you know, to bring light to the communities. Now, how do we do that? It is through our sharing the values that Christ has brought to us. Life being one of the utmost one. So, to bring life within the community, the family especially, where the father and the mother will take care of the child as a gift from God and prepare this child to witness on its part and share what God has put into their talents but well, they don't have the time to share the faith through touching other people's lives.
1: One of the things that um, we notice here, as opposed to where we come from in the West, in America and Canada and Europe, um, is very, very different here. It seems the faith is maintained here, particularly in the issues which now the, the woke world doesn't like, the truths about life, pro-life, and then the family. How do you think the faith has been maintained here when it couldn't be in all the rest of the world.
0: Faith is in the is in the hearts of the people. So even to preserve faith, not in their books, not in buildings, it's in the hearts of the people. So traditionally, or in the traditional way of life, the parents would share their faith to their children, and this would take this to their children, and that goes on and on and on. So what puts us together is the values that we believe in. For instance, for the African, I am because we are. I grew up in the hearts of my father, my mother, neighbors, but then the relatives like uh, grandparents, and uh, the rest of the people. So long as these are there, then I'm there. I'm not somebody if I'm outside that circle. So I define myself, of course, that people can argue about that, but then the, problem, the, the point is that faith is shared among people. Faith is something which is inside, but then when we express it, we live real lives, because we have faith, even with God. When you have faith in God, then you care what he's, He is telling you or what He expresses of you. Now... What holds us together is the faith that we have in the church, first of all in God, in Christ himself and his church. When you go to the priests, they tell us some things and we believe them, we follow them. When the catechists or the teachers or the teacher, religious teacher or the us or guide us, then we listen to him. Respect for authority is mandatory for faith. Otherwise, people just say, invent their own ways of living and think that, well, I'm independent, nobody's going to touch me. It's not in the Bible. God, from the the very beginning, when he put Adam and Eve in the garden, he gave them instructions on how to live in the garden. Now, things changed because they didn't follow what God had instructed. That's the whole issue of sin. So he sent his son to put us back through a sufficient and a clean knowledge to go back to God. So we have to really realize that, well, we are creatures. There is a creator who has put order in his order in, his, uh,
1: in our lives. Indeed. And what do you think is particular to Africa, that it seems the strength to continue the faith, uh, even... Despite the pressure of the world to be woke on these issues, why is Africa spared when the rest of the world is not?
0: The hope is inside the human heart. We realize we are not really meant to live in this world and then everything is finished here. We believe in the afterlife. Now, that belief makes us hold on to the truths that have been given to us. Our Lord told us that, well, he has gone to prepare a place for us. And when it is ready, he'll come back to take us. So that kind of is a promise from God. So that helps us to prepare, at least to care for what he has said. He's going to prepare some place. So we we are not living here forever. We shall live one day. Now there's another home more than what we have here. We have to make this a pleasant home and beautiful, but we know one day we shall leave. Now when we leave, where do we go? God has told us there's somewhere to go. Our Lord has gone there, itself. The Virgin Mary has gone there. All the saints have gone there. So if we are really sensitive to what God is telling us, we better prepare ourselves to go to heaven. And it's by directing our lives according to his principles, values, and we have to change our attitudes in order to live with love with our neighbors and also to cast our eyes on God who is always loving us, taking care of us, and also pulling us to Him through His love.
1: Now, next year, you're going to be celebrating the 50th, five zero fiftieth 50th anniversary of something called the Small Christian Communities, which is kind of unique to Africa. I've never... Heard about this at least in the in the uh, in churches in America. Um, if you can explain what is a small Christian community and how do you believe that's affected the ability of Africa and African Catholics to maintain the faith.
0: Now these are the this is an association of the bishops living in the Eastern Africa section. Now in 1961 they formed this association and uh, listening to the call of Vatican II, that we shall have uh, we, sh- we have to have our church having a forming family of god so following that call from the vatican council second vatican council the bishops of our messiah decided to have uh, the fam- the small christian community as a format of taking care of, the, of our people, pastoral care of the Christians should be formed along that line of having small Christian communities which would form 10 to 15 families staying together. This one must be near living nearby. So they will form a small Christian community whereby they have their leaders, they have meetings, they, have, they meet every week on a particular day that they choose for themselves, which will be convenient for them to pray. But then, apart from that, they will have other meetings to discuss their affairs and so forth. So this has put the, the Christians together, the Catholics I mean. Throughout the MSI countries, when we meet, we will give reports on this. How are we faring with that? What needs to be improved? And the laity taking good part in that. Or are there any challenges that we need to really improve? So in our evaluation this year, as we celebrate the 50th anniversary, we thank God for the strength that we have gained from these small Christian communities. Through them, we teach, through them, we engage them to sustain, to take care of their parishes from their parish, from their small Christian communities. At the same time, we are now able to think of improving the small Christian communities and make them uh, instruments of even uh, social development and other progress that will help their community.
1: Beautiful. So that, that's the formation of the Christian communities. And how do you think that this concept of this practice has helped maintain faith?
0: Its origins from the small, from the African traditional way of life. Mm. The family is sacred. At the same time, we we'll, we'll do this from the, oh, the, the bishops. They learned this from the small, the from the first Christian communities. They lived together. Mm. They share their property, and the most needy were also thought of. They were supported. But most of all, the first Christians would meet in the synagogue for teachings. But then they would go from house to house celebrating the Eucharist. Now that made the Christians come together, become a family, and then they shared life. They shared life, they shared faith. And that made people increase in number. And people are very fascinated by this uh, way of life of being together. That's the purpose of
1: it. One of the teachings probably most lacking in America and Europe is the role of the father in the household. Um, How do you explain it here to the Catholic people, to the young people preparing for marriage um, and to your Christian communities? The role of the father
0: really is uh, well explained by God himself. When he created human beings, he started with Adam. And he gave him the authority to name all the animals. Then time came when Adam felt very lonely. So God gave him, well, a companion, that's Eve. Now from this dynamics, we realize that God put man first because this man has the authority to take care of the wife and the children. That is wrong. And that is really the, thing, the status is quite unique. The vocation of man is to take care, to direct, to monitor, and to guide. That's the role of man. So when we think of the vocation of man, we look at St. Joseph, that God entrusted his son to Joseph. He entrusted his mother, Mary, to Joseph, to take care of this. And that's why Joseph and Mary had to run to Egypt to save their child from Herod. And when it was a convenient time, he went back. On hearing that uh, while the son of Herod was at the, at the throne, he changed direction. Instead of going to Bethlehem, near Jerusalem, where it would be dangerous for the child, he went to Nazareth to hide and to protect his family to take care of them. He did his carpentry there. He taught his child carpentry and his wife, Mary, was supportive. Now, that kind of direction, the role of Joseph, pushed before us the role of man to take care of the family, to take pride in working hard to support the family. So abandoning the family is a serious crime for any man. And then the wife also has to understand that uh, they should not compete. They have to work together for the sake of the family and the growth of the child. Because the child Jesus learned from his mother to the midst of himself how to work hard, to love work, but then to realize that work is for development, to change things for the better, not for selfish motives. So this kind of uh, arrangement was first put in place by God himself. And we human beings have to learn from God how to plan our lives according to the wishes directives of God. Beautiful.
1: One more question for you. It's because Africa is the subject now of a lot of pressure, trying to get Africa to change your ways, trying to get the people of Africa, particularly the, the Catholics, the Christians, to to uh, change their stance with regard to the family, with regard to pro-life. Um, and it's causing suffering because they're removing uh, aid, aid, uh, World Bank is pulling from AID for even for AIDS victims. All of this is being removed because you won't give in on these things. What is your what are your thoughts about that and about Africa being able to withstand the pressure?
0: I think uh, Africa is very rich, very rich. But then we were made to think and feel that we have nothing. But then we have the values of life. We have the values of hospitality. We have the values of appreciating each other. Now, that by themselves are very strong. Now, though, whoever is drifting us away, it is for their own benefits, not for us. So Africa should stand on its own and say no to whatever is against God's will for human beings and to go against what is disrupting or destroying what is beautiful in Africa. Mm. So, we are losing our values if we are not careful. For instance, the, the, the hospitality, that's a value which has been treasured. Uh, how can we love without taking good care of each other? It is by taking care of each other be concerned. Now, Cain killed his brother. He was angry with him, and he killed him. Now, the that feeling is uh, inhuman beings. You have to really fight against it. And God won't claim, if you don't uh, take care of your anger, you'll end up in a mess. So he ended up in a mess because he didn't listen to God. So we should tell the Western world, whoever is helping us, thank you for your support and aids and promises. But please, listen to us too. We have something to contribute we may be poor in some things, but we are not poor in everything. So the wealth of Africa should also, if, the, if it's welcome, can also save the rest of the world. For so whoever is ready to listen and learn
1: what is good in Africa may also benefit the rest of the world. There was this synod on synodality that went on. And the bishops of Africa contributed in that they wanted to maintain the traditional faith whereas a lot of your brother bishops cardinals even are suggesting a, a different way a, a, a path that seems at least to catholics who practice the faith from the catechism it seems strange what and how how did you as a bishop feel about this happening and and for us the lady were are confused what what did it what was it for, like for the bishops themselves to see this
0: now, you know, it depends where one is speaking. If you are traditional, I, I like tradition. Because tradition gives you roots. Tradition tells you where you are coming from. When you move from, your, from the foundation, look at the other, look an example like a building. A building stands on the foundation. When you remove the building from the foundation, where do you take it? How does it survive? Christ is our foundation. God has instructed that way. So the values that we get from Christ should be really treasured to the end of the world. Now when we come with these uh, fancy uh, their ideas, we call them development and progress and so forth. Now, where do they come from? They don't come from God. They may be coming from some laboratories or coming from uh, some experiments. Or some ideas that are really against our foundation, which is God, God takes over everything. So, for the African bishops or even leaders, if they can, if they have that courage, to say no, we can't remove ourselves from our roots. Our foundation is God, his commandments, uh, and our mother is the church. The church has been there, the apostles have, uh, Given us what they experienced from Christ Himself. Now we are carrying on those values because we believe these are the tenets that really they put us together. We call ourselves Catholics because we have been Catholic from the very beginning. If today we declare and announce that well, from now onwards we have to have to rewrite the Bible, for instance, we have to change the way of celebrating the liturgy. For some reasons, if it makes it possible and the people mature better for changing but they have to be really careful what values do we give to our coming generation to sustain the reality of the Catholic identity.
1: If you have any closing thoughts for us we'll take them and then if you wouldn't mind we have very many viewers who would love to receive your blessing as well.
0: Okay well what I'll say to say is that uh, let us realize that well things are changing in the past, we had uh, fewer coming churches that spring from uh, Pentecostal movements and other sources. Now, in the past, the Catholic Church had these particular areas and you know some strong designs, and uh, you know, it was well respected. Now we are coming into a kind of competition, competing with the same Christians, and some of them are drifting from the faith, from the Catholic faith, to other religions. People are intermarrying each other. From so They don't care where they're coming from. So this will also affect the way we plan our growth. But all in all, we are sure that Christ is in the boat. So long as he is in our boat, we are safe. So let us pray that we stay together, realize that there's no competition, and uh, which is okay also, but also, also it will strengthen us. Realize that while we are now competing, let us improve our families. Let us improve our faith. Let us go back to the sacraments. Let us go back to the Bible with this zeal and also learn from the successful stories, whatever they are. For instance, this one in Af- America, in, in Africa, or wherever. If we have successful stories anywhere, let us make them as a pattern and examples of following, which is good. So we pray, God, that we really remain steadfast in faith. And uh, we send a message that, well, we thank God for sending his son to us to redeem us. Now let us stay together as the redeemed people of God, a family that stays together. We pray together. We work together. And we hope one day we shall be together in heaven through this way who told us he's the way, is the truth, his life. So let us not shake ourselves or we'll be shaken from that by whoever has glittering promises while we know what the reality is. Beautiful. So we close with a prayer. Almighty Father, we well, thank you very much for really giving us this opportunity to hear from each other how we experience life in different parts of the world. We thank you for the good Christians that are really working hard to witness their faith through different encounters. In a special way, we pray for the Christians who are suffering because they are Christians. We pray for those who are courageous enough to say no to what needs to be addressed in that way. We pray that we have peace in the world. We pray for the suffering children, women, and families. We pray for our Experts that they can use the expertise to change lives for the better. And uh, Lord, as we celebrate these 50 years of the small Christian communities in the Western, in the, the Messiah countries, may our families grow in faith, stay together in faith, and bring much fruit in the families and give true witness to what really means. Being a child of God in the modern times. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Henry. Thank you, Rex.
1: God bless you.